0: Coming up in this episode of Finding Common Ground.
1: Help me when you start talking about potential 20-year sentence on RICO charges. Bill, RICO charges are stuff they use for the mafia and drug dealers and all this kind of stuff.
0: You know, I remember people being prosecuted under the RICO law, but I don't remember anybody that's beat it. There are two sides
1: to every coin. How do we deal with racial issues when they affect relationships?
0: Finding common ground on all those issues that we come against. There's black and there's white. And I think as Christians, we have to learn how to get together because
1: we're not in heaven. I've met more
0: interesting people just by God just bringing them in. Republicans
1: and Democrats. But a lot of times, when it comes to race, and it comes to culture, and it comes to perception, even as Christians, we don't always understand. A part of what we have to do is listen to each other, find the common ground and question, not questioning you like you're on a witness stand, but questioning you for a better understanding. Father God, we just say thank you for your grace and your mercy. Just thank you for all that you do and how you protect us. And God, as we continue to serve just like Jesus, you know, fiery dots will be cast against us and everybody won't understand. But we know that you understand. We know you called and we know that weeping may endure for the night, but joy comes in the morning. So, God, we thank you for the morning. We thank you for the sunshine. We thank you for the rain. And without the storms, there'd be no rainbow. So, God, we love you. We thank you. And we continue to pray for Bill and his family and pray for Beverly
0: and my family. In Jesus' name we pray and believe. Amen. 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 Dearly Father, just uh, thank you uh, for uh, the ability to do a podcast with my friend here, Odell. Uh, Lord, give me safe travels as I travel to Cleveland tomorrow for a Boy Scout fundraiser, and I get to see my family, my brothers, and my cousins as we are part of the fundraiser. Lord, uh, just give us some rest when all this is done and all these travels and and uh, allow us to regenerate and uh, and go after the next uh, thing that you have us involved in and make it abundantly clear what you want us to do. Amen.
1: All right. Bill, so how you doing, my friend? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Bill, have you ever heard of the Cool Kids Club? No, I have not. Well, when you were in high school or usually it's middle school, we started dividing into the Cool Kids Table or the Popular Kids or in the lunchroom, we're going to sit at the all black table or the all white table or what? How was it in Parma? How did you all do it there?
0: Well, I went to an all boys school, so we didn't have <laughs> okay. a lot of pressure. All right. Uh, most of us sat at, you know, we just sat with our buddies. But uh, I think the overriding thing for us in the cafeteria wasn't the cool club, but uh you could buy your lunch okay yeah uh, i couldn't afford my lunch so I, <laughs> okay. well, I had peanut butter and jelly all the time okay. all right and uh i always remember sitting with the kids that could go buy their lunch and man, he had great looking french fries <laughs> i kept saying, man i one of them french fries <laughs> and, and uh and you know as young men you never have enough to eat if you're done for lunch about an hour later you're starving and you want to do something eat and uh you know it's just a different way of living
1: well bill so you're saying Peanut butter and jelly on one hand, nice, hot, crisp, smelling French fries on the other hand. Mm, And you mm, sit there mm. and said, okay, you can still remember that. No, I think it was a little different though, because we had what we call free and reduced lunch. We were poor, Bill. Yeah, We
0: were so poor, we couldn't afford O and R. We had free and reduced too. You know what it was? What was it? Nothing. (laughs) You got nothing. (laughs) That was free and reduced. (laughs) Well, you know, a lot
1: of times when we think about the cool kids club, it's like, okay, I want to be at this group. All the things we do to get in the right Rotary Club as business people are the right Kiwanis Club or the right, some, some, not all, go to the right church, the first Baptist church of the Grand Poobah instead of the second Baptist. Or, you know, we network and we do all these things. You get to the right country club or to the right hundred black men or all those things that we get into the club. And I think about the indictments on the former president. I think we're down to four now. I can't keep up with them, Bill, but I think let's just say four. And if I make a mistake, then blame it on my head and not my heart. That's what us <laughs> Baptist people say, Mark. So when you think about this, I know that President Trump got indicted in Georgia, of course. I think it was the Fulton County District Attorney, Fannie Willis, if I'm not mistaken. And the sheriff's office said 19 defendants being charged and documented, expected to be booked in the Fulton County Jail in Atlanta. So 19 people going to show up. And get booked and go to jail. And they have all the different names. And, you know, they have some very familiar names, Bill. Like, you know, the good thing about it, when they do this, they use your real name. So Donald John Trump, Rudolph William Lewis Giuliani, John Charles Eastman, Mark Randall Meadows, Sidney Catherine Powell. Yeah, those are big names. Definitely. But there are some names like people you don't know that we're going to talk about. Stephen Clifford Lee, Harris William Prescott Floyd, Trevana C. Cuddy, and Misty Hamilton. So, Bill, what I'm trying to say is that sometimes when you look at this, you say, Who are all these people? Who are all these? This 18 co-defendants, so something came on TV and they had like a a picture of all these people, a little small, little picture, kind of like you do in the school album and all of them was there, right? And I looked at all the folk and I'm like, whoa, 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 look like two of them are black people. Then I had to be careful, Bill, because I was like, wait a minute, you know, black people don't usually get caught up in all this because they don't call it black collar crime. They call it white collar crime for a reason. We don't usually get caught up in all this. Then I said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, Odell, you know, it's the summertime. White folks get tans in the summertime, so it gets dark, and you may think they're black. So let's go back and check. And I wouldn't check, Bill. And guess what I found? What? Two individuals were my people. It was Harris William Prescott Ford. It doesn't sound black, but you know how that go. And Travani C. Cuddy. So I started saying to myself, self? And Odell said, yes. I said, I wonder how these two intelligent-looking black folk got caught up in this mess with Trump. And then the thought, the Cool Kids Club came, and I'm like, "Wow, Bill, you've been did a lot of business deals, but help me when you start talking about potential 20-year sentence on RICO charges, Bill. RICO charges are stuff they use for the mafia." And drug dealers and all this kind of stuff, not law abiding citizens. Bill, help, help, help the good looking black guy out, please.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know enough about the RICO law, but I do know they used it for, like you said, the mafia and drug people. And I think it was uh, that they uh, conspired to uh, keep the election in favor of Trump. And and uh, and so I think there was a lot of that. I have not read the 45 page indictment. Probably going to do that next week. It's kind of busy this week so i'm kind of curious i read the other indictment with the documents and that was pretty straightforward if they can just prove what's in there that's was pretty interesting the one thing that's interesting to me is they've they got mark meadows and giuliani in here yeah man and giuliani's got uh, a lot of problems financial and lawyers and all kinds of things i thought i saw that i think now i don't
1: know that allegedly because odell won't have any problems Allegedly, his
0: house is up for sale or something like yeah, that. You heard, you heard yes, about yeah, that? Yeah, I saw an article that is, I guess it's a condo or something in Manhattan is up for sale for $6.5 million. So I don't know how much lawyer fees that is, but I can wow. tell you when the Scouts were going through uh, our bankruptcy, now it was a big bankruptcy. We had 80,000 people in every state of the union. And wow. We were running at $7 million a month in legal fees.
1: $7 million per month yep. in legal fees, yep. so January 7th, 7, February 7th, 7, yep. March. They didn't give y'all a discount, a cut?
0: Mm-mm, not at all. And the thing is that we had to, that lasted, what, three years, four years? What? I mean, it was-
1: Y'all, put some, it y'all was bought real. somebody a mansion somewhere oh, on I Malibu. Y'all seen. bought somebody a mansion on Malibu. Yeah, some attorneys are, are probably okay right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not laughing yeah. at the situation, Bill. I'm not laughing, but when you think about it, in attorney fees- I think the former president has this pack or fundraising, he gets dollars and that pays his legal fees because I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, okay, I can't keep up with everything, but I try to keep up with it by states in the District of Columbia. So I think the first one happened in New York. The second one happened in Florida, I think. I think the third one happened in the District of Columbia, which is not a state, Odell, but District of Columbia. And I think this is the fourth one happened in Georgia. So you have New York, Florida, Georgia, and the District of Columbia. And I think the other ones were federal cases, except for the civil versus the criminal. Mm -hmm. And I think this one is not federal because the way they did this one is state of Georgia charging and the thing about it, Bill, from the hood I grew up in, when you get a lot of people together and all of a sudden everybody has to have their own attorneys and everybody in the cool kid clubs get tried and you sit there and say, Bill, I know you really got caught up into this, but that doggone Odell got you in here. Now, Bill, you can protect Odell or you're going to get 20 years and Odell might not get anything. What's the old Billy boy going to say? Hmm.
0: Not good, not good. That's not a good situation. <laughs> not at all.
1: Wait a minute, Bill. How you mean it's not good?
0: Oh no, that's not going to work. You in the cool, the cool kids club? You know, I never was in a cool kids club. <laughs> I, I don't. I was in a club, of Boy Scouts, but never the cool kids club. When we grew up, we had called greasers, and what were the other ones? They wore Madras products clothing. I can't remember what they called them. But um, the greasers were the uh, the guys that had slick back hair and wore that kind of look. Roger Stone, baby. Yeah. Roger Stone. Yeah.
1: Roger Stone with yeah. the, the slick back
0: hair and yeah. the sight suit. Yeah. Based on how you dressed, that you were one of those groups. In my case, we were so poor. I just dressed. You know, I my job. You know, when I was in high school, when I got done with school, I went and uh, worked with the janitor. I cleaned the blackboards, I cleaned the toilets. Are you serious? Yeah, I cleaned the floors. Yeah, I had to do that to offset my tuition because we couldn't afford my tuition. It was it was really expensive. It was 384 bucks a year. And for my dad, that was that was a lot of money. So, but why didn't you all go to public school? Uh, I don't know. That's a great question. You know, when I grew up, went to Catholic school and the next step was to go to Padua High School, which is right next to our Catholic school. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I went. And applied and got in. And I think it was because I was in Catholic school. They pushed you to go to Catholic high school.
1: Oh, OK. I also now I understand. Yeah, yeah, I understand. So think about it. The thing about this in Georgia, you know, it's a song. You probably never heard of this is the devil went down to Georgia looking for a soul to steel. He was a because he was way behind. So he tried to make a deal. Johnny Cash. Exactly. So let's just say folks went down to Georgia looking for some votes to steal They were in a bind because they were way behind. So they started making a deal Mm -hmm. and the deal was formulated at the table of the cool kids club. So somebody came up with the scheme, an idea, a brilliant idea. We never call it a scheme, Bill. You don't call it a scheme. You say it's a brilliant idea. I know how we can fix this election. Bill.
0: Yeah, I know how we can do it. But while they were talking about it, they uh, didn't realize they were breaking the RICO laws of Atlanta until now. Maybe there's some bourbon at the table, Bill. I don't know. What do you think? Well, Trump doesn't drink, and uh, maybe that's his problem. He <laughs> needs a drink. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, you know, Giuliani, oh, man, talk about a guy that's dropped from the mayor of America during 9-11 to this. Oh, my
1: gosh. Well, you know, one of the things about the state of Georgia that you may or may not know, and people may or may not know, is that Georgia televises its Jury trials. Yeah. So it's going to be cameras in the courtroom. And I think it's rule 22. You think that will be a bestseller? Oh, I think it's going to be bigger than O.J. Simpson. Remember O.J. Simpson? Remember Ted Bundy? Remember the Mendez brothers? All those things. And now here we go. We're going to be on TV. And man, all these people. I just don't think everyone in the cool club is going to take a is going to fall on the dagger or fall on the sword for the former president. I just don't think so. I might be wrong, but I don't
0: know. Yeah. Yeah. I think you might be right. You know, somebody's going to rat out, you know, with that many people, you don't know what the other guy's saying. Exactly. You know, I remember
1: once when I was young, we were in a community and somebody came up with an idea. There wasn't no bourbons involved and said, Hey, let's go rob the store. Right. No, I think it was let's go break in the store. So we're like, yeah. Was it, was it at night? Yeah, it was at night. It's like, so it's like, yeah, store closed. We're going to go break in the store. And
0: I saw it, you know. Why were you going to break in the store to take the steel.
1: Just, Why do you think, Bill?
0: Well, I mean, the, we are still Twinkies, or I don't sure? know. Someone came with an
1: idea. It's almost like this idea the cool kids come, let's overthrow an election. This it's is like, a good idea. Gonna, is this, this a is a good, good idea? idea. So they started <laughs> walking, right? And I just kind of walked toward the pack. And when they turned the corner to go to the store, I took off running home. Good for and you. I remember them yelling at me, you. I can't say the words they said, but they didn't say chicken yeah. in my hood. You didn't say chicken. They use some real hard words. I didn't care. I ran as fast as I could because sometimes you have to know when to run away from the cool
0: kids club because yeah. the peer pressure, I guess, Bill, do we have peer pressure even as adults? Oh yeah. I mean, the amount of power that the president has is, is like a, like a flame to a moth. It just draws it to it. And, and so, you know, Donald Trump was president of the United States. And all these people thought, hey, I can help him and he's going to help me. And this is a good thing to save him because it was stolen. You know, I'm sure they believed they were doing the right thing. Okay. Uh, Okay. You know, know, it's amazing that now that I think they're looking back and going, oh, man, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Or maybe they still think they did a great thing and they're suffering as uh, martyrs over this. I don't know. Well, let me talk about the black
1: folk in here. I talked about the black folk and said, I had to be careful, Bill, because I didn't know if it was black people because I saw it from a far distance and there were so many of them, they had little snippets. I said, okay, these are black people or these white folks who went to the beach and got a real dark tan, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Be careful when you look at it. So, I started Googling and and tracing and doing my little investigation. So, this is kind of what it says, allegedly. A young lady by the name of, Travana Cuddy. She's a, you know, notable publicist and she's getting charged with attempted to influence Freeman's testimony. Now, Ruby Freeman and her daughter, I think is LaWanda Shea Moss. You saw them on TV testifying in front of Congress and other places. They were the black, two black individuals who were poll counters Mm-hmm. Or vote counts. And, and I think about that and why that hit home is that my mother, my mother used to volunteer for years to go down to Election Day and help. I don't know if she counted votes or whatever. She would just go down there and, and help. Well, my mom did the same thing. Okay. So, see, so now all of a sudden, Miss Ruby Freeman and her daughter, remember down in Atlanta, you kept hearing about these women were falsely accused from Trump and his campaign for illegally counting 40 mail-in ballots after pulling them from a mysterious suitcase while working election day you know and you had all these video of looking like these people pulled a suitcase like someone just brought some suitcases in then come to find out it was standard ballot containers so that's the lie that was told and these young ladies they gave out their name and everything and it was just they said their life was a living hell so this was the plot. Stephen Clifford Lee. He was a reverend. Then I dug more and more and more. He was a police chaplain. And I kept digging. He's a former police officer. And he took it upon himself, allegedly, to go to Miss Ruby Freeman's and her daughter's house to get some information about why they didn't try to get them to confess to voter fraud. Well, like any good black woman, a white guy, stranger shows up, slam the door and move on. So he went to his friend, Harris, William, press Scott Floyd, allegedly. And both those are indicted. Yes, allegedly. And he was a key figure in the black voices for Trump. So a black guy he's one of the black people I saw. And somehow, allegedly, Stephen Lee got Harris Floyd to agree to come up with a plan to get Ruby Freeman to talk. So allegedly, Harris Floyd contacted Miss Cuddy, who lived in Chicago and got her to come down here and say, go to Miss Ruby Freeman's house and talk to her and said, I'm a crisis management. I know you get in trouble, some things going on. I'm here to help. And in the midst of all that, she went in there and allegedly told her that, hey, if you confess within next 48 hours, things can work out. I can help work it out. If not, some terrible things are going to happen to you and your family. And I know some powerful people and they're going to be coming to your house and all this. So the lady got scared
0: and left her house. So it's like that's- now, let,
1: me it. ask you, yes. let me ask you the question. If that happened to you, what would you have done? You know, my ego would say I would make sure I knew what my weapon was and it was loaded. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Okay. But- comma heads would say, I didn't, wouldn't want to put my family in danger. So I would leave and report it to authorities. And that's what happened. So now they caught up on all this RICO charge and stuff. And I'm sure bill that they didn't want to, this young lady was a notable publicist for Kanye. They call him yay now. And I think that's how she met Trump through Kanye West. I don't know, but you got caught up in all this stuff. But and then you think about, Brad Raffensperger, I think that's his name. And one thing he said after all this, and he said, you know, the most basic principles of a strong democracy are accountability and respect for the Constitution and the rule of law. You either have it or you don't. And you talked about all these people and our good buddy from North Carolina, per se. Mark Meadows, Trump's chief of staff, is seeking to have the case against him in Fulton County moved to federal courts because his contact allegedly in the indictment took place while he was the chief of staff. So he's saying, I made the famous call and set it all up for Trump, but I was in Washington, D.C. as Trump chief of staff, so you can't charge me in Georgia because I was in D.C. And see, Bill, that's the kind of stuff when you start getting in the cool kids club and that influence. But let me tell you who didn't go. One of my heroes didn't get caught up. Rex Wayne Tillerson is an American engineer and energy executive who served as the 69th United States Secretary of State in the Donald Trump administration. From 2006 to 2017, he was the chairman and chief executive officer, CEO of ExxonMobil. Now, Rex Tillerson was strong enough, Bill, to say, no, no, no 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 i'm not in the cool kids club and i think you've
0: met rex a couple times right yeah a number of times i've had a lot of meetings kind of man is he Bill? first off he was the ceo of either the first or second largest corporation in the world wow depending on it was between them and apple they went back and forth and so in his company was in about 140 countries wow so it was in a lot of countries and he traveled all over the world and if you go to bob woodward's book chapter number three on Rage, the book is called Rage, Uh is all about Trump and Rex Tillerson. The way it came about is Dr. Robert Gates, who was president of the Boy Scouts, and he was the head of CIA, Department of Defense, under both Democrat and Republican presidents, and well-respected man, president of the Boy Scouts, as Rex Tillerson was president of Boy Scouts. And Dr. Gates was called when Trump was elected in getting together his cabinet, Wow, Dr. Gates was called to the Trump Tower to talk to Trump about potential candidates. And uh, Dr. Gates, in the book, it says that Dr. Gates said, you ought to talk to this guy, Rex Tillerson. And Trump said, I've never heard of the guy. (laughs) And uh, so he explained who he was and that he had relationships with in Russia and all over the world, any place there was oil. So Trump asked Tillerson to come and you met Tillerson. And when you meet Tillerson, he, wow, you, he's first class. Right. You can't help but being impressed. I never met
1: him. But it, when I see him, Bill, he just he's just looks humble, like a stand up guy, humble,
0: man. humble and uh, but really, really smart. And so Trump offered him secretary of state and he went home and told his wife and uh, he said, I don't want the job. Mm. He said, I just retired from Exxon do I want to wind down. And she says, you have a duty to your country if you're being called wow. to serve to serve the country. Wow! And you know, scouting is duty to God, duty to country, service to others. So he agreed, and he became Secretary of State. And uh, I was with him out in Montana at a ranch, and he doesn't say much about Trump. If you ask him, he doesn't, he doesn't badmouth him. He doesn't, none of that. I was in a group with a group of men, and somebody asked him, "You got fired by Trump <laughs> by a tweet." <laughs> When you were in Africa. (laughs) Wait a
1: minute. Wait, but no, Bill. Don't explain. No, not Rex Till. Not my hero. Don't say that, Bill. Trump fired my hero via a tweet while he was in Africa?
0: Yeah. While he was doing work in Africa for the Secretary of State. Wow. And Rex said, I'm going to tell you two things about Trump, he said. One is, he saved my life by firing me. And two is, I sleep really well at night. Wow. And so, somebody said, well, how did he save your life? And he goes, well, I was traveling so much that I was getting sick, Mm. and uh, the time zone changes and all the stress, and uh, so I would go to Navy doctors, and they would check me out, and they'd say, you know, it's just the stress and the time zone. They give me some medicine, I would feel better for a while, and I get sick again. So after I got fired, I went back to uh, Texas, his house, and he got his family doctor, and he went in, and he was having another episode, and the doctor said let's just check you out let's do an mri and see if anything's going on right well they did an mri on him and the reason i know this is dory also talked to him about it and wow event. and uh he had uh, stage three kidney cancer wow and he didn't know it and it, nobody picked it up had he not been fired he would have probably kept working and it would have killed him. wow so they were to catch it early enough and uh the reason dory talked to him is dory donated a kidney wow so they they were talking kidneys in functionality of him. And uh because of that, it saved his life. Yeah.
1: Listen, I have no idea. I had a kidney stone a while back, at least I think it was a kidney stone. It said passing a stone. I think that mean kidney stone. And I almost was crying like a little baby I I had heard. Heard so that whole yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But so so Rex Tillerson was the type of men, leader, American, patriot
0: that we needed to help in the administration mm-hmm yeah when i heard he was being made secretary of state i had made a lot of confidence in trump's ability to pick good people another guy i like you talk about the
1: hair slicked back roger stone you remember roger stone yeah roger stone just remind me just a cool guy you just have to look like his look pinstripe suits just dapper Dan type mm-hmm. guy he was playing with trump for a minute and then all of a sudden, you know, got a little jammed up and stuff. Trump pardoned him. And we don't even see Roger anymore. Roger don't even play around anymore with all this stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. One part, any part of it.
1: Well, the thing about it, and now you start thinking about, you know, all the people he pardoned. Trump pardoned, I think Paul Manafort. Remember him? Yep. Roger
0: Stone, Charles Kushner. Now, Bill, I can't remember. Who was Charles Kushner? Charles Kushner is his son-in-law's dad who was put in jail for some reason, by Chris Christie for a long time. I don't know if it was business practices or what, but Chris Christie got him and Trump pardoned him. Well, remember our girl,
1: Kellyanne Elizabeth Conway is an American political consultant and pollster who served as a senior counsel to the president in the administration of Donald Trump from 2017 to 2020. She was previously Trump's campaign manager. Some would say, and I would agree that when she would get on TV and represent Trump, that really helped change his image at the time. But she was it was funny because she was married. her husband was attorney and a big critic of Trump, George Conway. Now Kelly Owl didn't she didn't get caught up in this now Sydney Powell did. But Kellyanne
0: didn't. What happened there? I don't know. I don't know with those two. I remember Sydney getting up and saying all these things. She would always have those beautiful scarves around her yeah. neck, right? Yeah, and she said, you know, all kinds of crazy things that were going on. And then when she got caught and called on it, she said, "Well, those are just possible things." That <laughs> okay, have. okay.
1: That Let's was the whole. That was the whole thing around up. the COVID. And what was the guy named Bill? Come on, the guy. Everybody. Either you love them, I hate him. Dr. Fou- 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 Fauci. Dr. Fauci. Oh, boy. You know, COVID came and we forget about all that. And Bill, what is it about the cool kids club that makes us? I don't want to be all crazy, so I'm not going to say sell one soul. I'm not going to say any of that. I'm going to say we want to be in the right country clubs. We want to be in the right this. We want to get invited to the right holiday parties. We want to get the right seats at the sporting events. What is it about us as a people, Republican, Democrat, black, white, Christian, Jew? not just what is it about us that want to be in the cool kids club, Bill?
0: You know, Jesus came as a humble servant Ugh. to serve, not to lead. And uh, unfortunately, we want to be part of the cool kids club and Jesus never was. I mean, he had, if you look at his apostles, they were misfits. They were not part of the cool kids club. They were mm-hmm. far from it. And they didn't try. I don't know if they tried to please him or not. I It doesn't come clear in the Bible, but, you know, clearly he was a humble servant that uh, came to serve. And if you look at this list, were any of these people there to serve the American people or to serve Donald Trump? Wow.
1: You know, that's a great question because when I look at Misty, I think um, Misty Hamilton, one of the people on the list, Coffee County, Georgia election supervisor. You talked about that. You're talking about her a lot on TV because Coffee County, if I'm not mistaken, was one of the ones where the electrics and everybody got to
0: the voting machines yeah. and all that. Yeah. Well, what do you think somebody like Misty, who doesn't have a, I don't think she comes from a lot of money, uh, and I'm just guessing. What do you think it's going to cost her in legal fees? Wow. It probably will cost her, I
1: have no idea, but it probably cost her more in status, mm-hmm. in family dynamics, because this is just not the individuals here, Bill. These are not these 18
0: co-defendants. They're their families. They're human beings that have families. Families and, and relatives. reputations relatives. In, in the community. Yes. Yep. Can you imagine how it feels for her to walk in her church? Wow. Or to walk to the grocery store. Well, Reverend,
1: Reverend Stephen Lee, he, he's, a, he's a pastor. Yeah. Police chaplain, pastor, and your pastor got arrested?
0: Yeah. Your I, pastor. I suspect easily you're going to spend $100,000 on legal fees here, maybe $200,000. Know, Bill, the average person don't have nowhere near that. Yeah. And then you
1: got to find a lawyer that wants to do it. You don't think um, the president of the Cool Kids Club will say, hey, boys, I'll take you all legal expenses? No. Uh-uh.
0: You sure? Yeah. I don't think he's got a defense fund for these folks. Not even Rudy Giuliani? No. He was paying some of Rudy's bills in the past, they said, but he stopped doing it. How about Mark Rando Meadows?
1: You, He was chief of staff. He was his guy. He was his guy, yeah. Bill. He was his guy. Yeah. no and i guess john charles eastman and some of these other attorneys i've heard something that any attorney that represents themselves
0: has a fool for a client yeah you don't want to do that particularly in a criminal case you better get somebody good and you know they're all going to go to fulton county jail and get booked it means fingerprints and mugshots. wow wow all these people are going to get mugshots. probably not trump but maybe well you know one of the things as a black, slim
1: and trim, good-looking, democratic male. One of the things that Trump did, he accused Ruby Freeman and her daughter, Wandrea Shea Freeman, of being professional vote scammers and said that they wrongly awarded Joe Biden 18,000 votes. And Bill, when someone comes to you and say, Odell, you're wrong, and I keep doing it and I keep saying it What is it within me? We talked about wanting to be in the cool kids club. What is it in the president of the cool kids club that will allow that individual to put all these people's career in jeopardy just for him?
0: Yeah. You know, it's amazing. You know, I'm just looking here at Roger Stone's bio said he worked with uh, on campaigns for Richard Nixon, Ronald Reagan, Jack Kemp, Bob Dole, George W. Bush. Did he ever get in trouble for it? No,
1: them? no, no. I like Roger Stone. I don't know Roger Stone. Let me say, I like Roger Stone's image and the way he carries himself. Mm-hmm. Now I know people are going to hear me and say, "Odell, you fool!" Da da da. I get it, but from a fashion perspective,
0: I like Roger Stone's swag. Well, he's he's dapper. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, he's dapper. But he's not an indicted person. So he
1: said, listen, pardon me. And I'm I'll, I'll pardon. You know, people say, excuse me, pardon me. Excuse me, pardon me. Well, they're saying, pardon me. And the state of Georgia said, we're going to bring these charges so that if Trump's reelected, then you still can't pardon because of state instead of federal. <laughs> but mm-hmm. our good buddy, Mark Meadows said, well, <laughs> I'm leaving Dodge because, Bill, someone's talking. Oh, yeah. There's no way they can put all this together if these folks came in and testified, somebody's talking. They're not all silent. They're not all silent. How long do you think it's going to take for everyone to start trying to cut their own deal?
0: Probably tonight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dog <laughs> I mean, you ain't even let them sleep on it or
0: what? No. They've got a lawyer and the lawyer goes, let me read the charges. And then they give them their options. And one of the options, I'm sure, is... You want to sing like a canary? I'll see if I can get you off. I don't like
1: your sentence. It's interesting. The young lady who went over to Ruby Freeman and got all caught up in that, they were saying that she was involved with Ye or Kanye West. And when they reported, allegedly, when they went to Kanye West's people, they said, Listen, we had nothing to do with Miss Cardi when she was dealing with Miss Freeman. So, you know, people are just already, and you know, Kanye West and his people don't don't distance themselves <laughs> from stuff. They usually make news, but even this, they're like, nah, nah. No, it's a hot no, no, we ain't got a hot Nothing picator. to do with that. We don't know anything. We know nothing. Like yeah. Char- Sergeant Schultz on Hogan Heroes. Yeah. I don't know if you remember. Yeah. With, oh, yeah, I know nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing. So I don't know, Bill. Bill, if we turn the corner, racketeering law, that's a big deal, man. Rico. Mm-hmm. Those are stuff we talk about. Mobs and, you know, they're talking about accusing of conspiring to overturn President Biden the election win in Georgia in violation of the state racketeering law or making false statements, soliciting Georgia's Secretary of State and state lawmakers to violate their oaths conspiring to commit forgery through the plot involving fake slate of presidential election. What's fake slates? What's that,
0: Bill? I have no idea. I have no idea. You know, you know, I remember people being prosecuted under the RICO law, but I don't remember anybody that's beat it. Wow. I don't remember ever somebody that was under the RICO law and walked away.
1: So we're going to sit here in South Carolina. We say this, you mean to tell me, (laughs) <laughs> see, that's a South Carolina yeah, thing. Yeah. You mean to tell me that we're going to sit here and see this whole thing televised, cameras in the courtroom, and watch everybody get there? You remember Kato Kate? Kate Is a Cato Katen on mm-hmm. the OJ Simpson trial? Yeah. yeah. And Johnny Crockett, if it doesn't fit, you must have quit mm-hmm. and all that. So we're getting ready to go back through this again?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's. It's going to be theatrics. There's no doubt about it. And, what do you think if uh, Trump decides to go on a witness stand? I wouldn't advise that. Now I know, I know he's a, he knows TV,
1: but ain't gonna be no script there, Bill. Yeah, it's no gonna be no retake. And you're sitting there, and you go there, and his biggest defense so far is this lady's a racist. This judge is a racist. Yeah. What's your defense, Odell? What's your shield? My shield is she's a racist. Okay. What else? She's a racist. Okay, got to be more than that. Did you make the call? I did nothing wrong. It was a perfect call. Okay, Mark Meadows, what happened? Mark I'm getting out of town, baby. Yeah. I, I need this thing changed. I yeah. need this change. But they didn't pull the senator from South Carolina in.
0: Yeah, Lindsey. Yeah. Lindsey Graham. I don't know why. Hmm. It's interesting.
1: Bill, Bill, Bill. Politics make strange bedfellas. How you doing, Mr. Yep. Politician?
0: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I've been to a bunch of council meetings and- Got a bunch of things they need from the school board, which I did. We had a school board meeting last night, so that worked out well. I'm excited about serving. Well, when's the election again? Uh, the primaries in March of next year. I have to declare by December 4th if I'm going to run. And, of course, I'm going to run. So I'm excited about it. I already raised $4,000 for my campaign. Wow. And uh, the goal is to do 50. Okay. And so we haven't done a major fundraiser yet. We're we're kind of waiting for a couple things to happen. And uh, I think they happened. So probably in September we'll start doing the major fundraising. So if
1: someone, if one of our loyal listeners would like to support you, are you in a position that you can give out that information?
0: Yeah, we have a website called Carolina dot com. They can go there and and, uh, and contribute if they want. Dollars counts. Carolina dot com. And that's
1: for anyone who believe in Bill Goble for school board in district three, 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 three in Guilford County, North Carolina. So
0: what's the most can they give? Six thousand dollars, roughly.
1: Six thousand dollars. I know we have a six thousand dollar winner. I mean, listener out there. So six thousand dollars. And your goal is how much again? Fifty. Fifty thousand. Yep. And you believe that fifty thousand dollars is what it's going to take to run a successful campaign and go from there.
0: Yes, I do. And uh, we're figuring we'll find 50 people to give us a thousand each. Wow. And I, I think we can do. So, you know, it's it's just a matter of getting that done. Yeah, Global nc.com. How do I spell global? Because I saw a newspaper
1: ad. You know, they ran a big story about the young man who came on our show, Jesse Thomas, to announce that he was doing the governor. And they put down... Minister Odell Cleveland, Bill Gobel talk about the podcast and Minister Odell Cleveland and they spell Gobel wrong. So for everyone who want to know, it's goebelnc.com and it's this way, G-O-E-B-E-L-N-C dot C-O-M. Conservative principles, finding common ground, putting students first, donate, and a good looking picture. Bill Gobo for school board with a pencil old-fashioned number two pencil and everything and you are a conservative you are a republican even though the republicans don't like you you love them well
0: the Republic the republican party doesn't like okay. republicans still like me <laughs>
1: uh, okay, okay. And- explain that to a democrat the republican party doesn't like you but the republicans love you and you've been a republican and you're going to be a republican even though they don't like you you're still going to be a republican why
0: because it's what I believe. It's what I believe is the right thing. The principles of the Republican Party are what I stand for. There's some things I disagree with. You know, I don't agree with the entire platform, but I suspect you don't agree with the entire Democratic
1: platform. Oh, no, no, no. You don't want me to get into the Democrats take the black vote for granted. The you know, Republicans <laughs> ignore the black vote. Yeah. The black vote is caught between a political rock and a hard place. And if Odell had his magic wand, he would have 50% of black people registered Democrat 35 percent of black people, independents, and unaffiliated and 15 percent of black people registered as a Republican. So, you know, you know, they kicked me out of the club a long time ago, Bill. They don't even send me letters to donate to the, <laughs> the Democratic Party anymore. So I've been out of the club a long time ago. But you've been a hardcore Republican and you believe what you believe. And my question is why you keep believing, why you keep not in the cool kids club but why are you staying in the republican club when they don't want you in the club and you're like "Oh, there, you don't
0: understand it's not about the club it's about the kids and i'm representing the kids and uh if the republicans don't like what i'm doing then they don't have to vote for me but uh i am going to represent the kids and the parents of district three and uh, that means that I'm going to work with the consuls and the politicians in our area that happen to be Republican. And uh, when I come up and talk to them and explained how we're spending our money in their area, they have some great questions uh, about safety as well. And where's this lottery money going and all that. And they got great questions. So I try and get them answers and have them understand what we're doing. You know, we can't fix. We have 123 schools that are at average age of 60 years. We can't fix everything overnight. Right. It takes probably, but from the point you say, okay, let's go and build a new school to the kids walk in, could be four years. Four years, Bill? Yeah. By the time you find land, you buy the land, you prep the land, you design the building, you buy the materials, you build the building, it could be four years.
1: What unique skill set, Bill, that you brought to District 3 and to the school board when you start talking about millions and billions, of, not billions, I'm sorry, millions of dollars of taxpayers' dollar. What unique skill that you found you've brought that make the board, because we're not talking about one individual, but make the board more functional and more better, sir?
0: I'm a businessman. I look at the p I look at, uh, I ask questions. You know, why are we doing it that way? Is there another way we can do it? Is there a way we can save money? Is there a way we can, I don't want to say cut costs, but be more efficient with our money? So that's one thing. But the other thing is I love going out in the community and meeting the folks that are community leaders and asking them, how can I help you? And I love doing that. And uh, I went to my first council meeting and one of the uh, councils. And, uh, you know, they told me, you're not very popular here Mm. because of the Republican issue. And uh, I said, yeah, I understand that. That's why I'm here. The
1: Cool Kids Club. Yeah. So I should say the Republican
0: Cool Kids Club. I'm not part of that. Okay, well, it's the
1: Democratic cool kids club that yeah. they kicked me out a long time ago when I voted and supported and endorsed uh, Congressman it's interesting. Walker.
0: It's interesting. They let me donate it to him. <laughs> I gave him $7,000. They didn't say no. And uh, it's amazing. But anyhow, it is what it is. I'm going to do what I do. And when March comes, if the people feel that I've done a good job and they want me to stay on, they'll reelect me. If they don't reelect me, God's got something else for me to do. I don't know what it is, but it'll be something else. And I'm not in this as for a political career at all. I'm in it to serve and that's kind of where I'm at.
1: Well, help me again if I wanted to get com if I want to make a donation to the cause. And we just want everyone to, it's Bill Goble for School Board, Finding Common Ground, Putting Students First, Conservative principles. And again, it's global. G O E B E L N C dot com, and you cannot donate more than
0: yeah, I think it's sixty two hundred bucks. But if you gave me six thousand, I'll be happy. <laughs> okay, okay, so
1: six thousand, and he'll be happy. And this is a big deal. This is a big deal. And Bill, you have my support. I, and this is you. just going to do be fine. It's going to be fine. Yep. Final yep. words, Bill. How do you find common ground with those who don't? like you or disagree with you how do you find common ground as a school board member in the situation how do you find common grounds with the democrats on the school board and republicans who don't want you on the school board
0: yeah but it's amazing that the republicans don't want me at all in fact they sued me sued me and the rest of the board members over it but that's a little awkward at times Mm. but um, i'm not i don't make any negative comments i don't make any threats i just try and work with them for the kids You know, finding common ground is the common ground is doing the right thing for the kids. I may disagree with them. I I tried talking to them and they have their viewpoint, their set of lenses. I'm not going to change that. So as Jesus taught us, you dust your sandals off and move on. So I'll find people that want to work with me.
1: Well, have anyone ever said to you, Bill, you should become a Democrat.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been approached uh, by that and thought about it, but I'm going to stay in R.
1: good for you. Good for you. One thing about it now,
0: come good, bad, indifference, you believe in your convictions. Yep. Where did that come from? You know, it's interesting. My f- grandfather was a councilman for 27 years in Parma.
1: Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. okay. All right.
0: He is affectionately known as Grandpa Joe. Okay. And uh, we as young kids would go out and campaign with him. Wow. The way he did it, he had 66 grandkids. And so he would take the older ones and he put them in old Ford station wagon. Okay. And uh, we'd load up in that thing. I'm sure nobody wore seatbelts back
1: then. Yeah, I remember those
0: days. I think he put like, you know, 25 kids in it or something. I'm kidding, but a lot of kids. And he would, back in, in Parma, they had these streets that were neighborhoods that were probably 50 houses on each side. And so he would drop us off on the street with. Brochures, uh-huh. and our job was to go to every door and knock on the door. And when the person came, we'd hand them a brochure and say, well, "You vote for my grandpa."
1: That was the job.
0: So no job. putting
1: in the mailbox, nope. no putting in the door. You knocked on that yep. door, eye to eye. So that's why you're that handshaking,
0: yep. Yep. eye to eye. Let me go look in your eyes. Let me explain to you who I am. And I saw the impact that had on people, and. The other thing that I was taught by my grandfather is do not walk across their grass. Mm. Take the sidewalk and go around. Even if it's a shortcut, don't cut across people's grass. And uh, so we did that. And then when you got done with three streets, okay, that means 150 flyers, <laughs> Okay. he would take us out and get us ice cream. Wow. We would do that every year with grandpa and we would cover his whole ward. And I remember uh, election time, we put up the big sign in his front yard, Gobel for council. In fact. I think uh, I'll bring it in. I've got some of his old flyers wow. that he did. And he was a progressive. He was a Democrat, but they were conservative Democrats back then, like the Republicans are. And some of his themes were paved roads okay? because they didn't have paved roads. Now,
1: listen, I grew up from the dirt roads in South Carolina, so I understand dirt roads.
0: Yeah. Yes. And they had pictures of him shaking hands with the- uh, fire chief and the police chief with these old old fire trucks and police cars. Wow. In fact, I've got the brochure and then I've even got one of his uh, certifications from the board of election where he was elected in 1941.
1: Bill, you're smiling
0: when you you're talking and this big old
1: smile is coming across your face. What about that brings joy to you? Because I can see it in your face.
0: I was proud of my grandpa. And I'll tell you what else he did. I had to go get citizen of the nation uh, merit badge. Okay. And part of it, you had to go sit in a council meeting or some kind of public office meeting. So my brother and I, who was Boy Scout, we went to Grandpa and we said, Grandpa, we've got this requirement. Can we come to your council meeting and wow. see what it's all about? And he said, absolutely. So he took us up. We watched the council meeting. And after the council meeting, he had us each sit in his chair that said, Joseph Goble, Ward, wow. th- Ward 3. It's interesting, wow. Ward Three and District Three. Wow. And, uh, Isn't
1: that it's I yeah. wish you had pictures of that. Yeah,
0: oh, I do. I oh, do. Of you and, sitting in the chair? Yeah. And my brother wow. sitting next to me and grandpa behind me and grandma behind my brother. So I forgot about that until my aunt Jerry gave us a bunch of old pictures. And I go, Wow, I forgot all about that. I was in my Boy Scout uniform and everything. And I thought, man, this is like sitting in the Oval Office, you know? And uh for me. So that was, was that your bug to get into
1: politics? Because I think Mm -hmm. you went from there and then you were interning for
0: a congressman? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I worked for a congressman. I was a legislative aide for a democratic congressman, Mm -hmm. Charlie Vanek. Again, very conservative, kind of a Republican. And uh, that gave me the bug that said I should run. I never did. I felt that uh, I I had to go out and make money. And uh, being a politician, you don't make much money. So,
1: being a being a well, let me say this in a nice way. And this does not mean anyone being a honest politician. Do not make money. Some politicians uh, take money from individuals or take expensive trips. Well, you really don't have to be a politician to do that. Sometime is alleged that Supreme Court justices take expensive trips and everything. So, Bill is the price that one pays for the cool kids club. It's yeah. not like your grandfather wasn't in the cool kids club. He was just trying to make a difference. Yeah. And it sounds like you're not trying to get in the cool kids club because a lot of the stuff that you've dealt with. And I personally witnessed you dealing with, you could have very easily taken the deal. You could have very easily said, okay, I will acquiesce to the cool kids club and I'll get in the club and I'll do what the club says do.
0: Yeah. That's not my style. That's not what I do. You know, I think that the right thing, what I've done is the right thing. And we'll see. We'll see if it works out. You know, some powerful people have come against me, very powerful people, but that's okay. You know, I don't hold a grudge. I'm just going to keep moving forward.
1: Good for you, my friend. Good for you. It's a quote you usually say from time to time. I can't remember the quote, but it talks about People doing the right thing for the right reasons. You used to read it, and I wish we had in front of us now, but we don't. So we would just go with Bill. I'm glad that wait, is it William? The official name is what? Bill Gobel. Okay, <laughs> so I'm I'm so you glad call, you can call me William, but it's Bill. Okay, I'm I'm so glad that Bill Gobel is not one of the 18 co-defendants with the former president of the United States in Fulton County, Georgia. No RICO charges, none of that good stuff. Just my friend and friend to many who listen to the podcast who respect you. But buckle up by the cops. We're getting ready to have a televised cameras in the courtroom. If you think OJ Simpson was something or Ted Bundy or the Mendez brothers. Oh, boy. Yeah, I hear it's going to happen in
0: March. Yeah, I'm hearing It's going to happen in March. So it's March 4th, day before Super Tuesday. Yeah. The day before Super Tuesday Bill? Is it really? Oh my goodness, I didn't know that.
1: And the Republican Party, let me just say this the Republican Party seemed to national party, love Trump. I don't understand it. For the life of me, I've never seen anything like this. Yeah, it's kind of crazy, isn't it? It's crazy. But hey, we're in different times when it comes to politics. Yeah.
0: It's a whole different world. Last word, my friend. Let's keep the main thing, the main thing, and keep going. Amen. Amen. Love you, my brother. Too.
1: Find Bill and Odell online at the thecommonground.show. This podcast is a production of BG Ad Group, all rights reserved.
0: This podcast is brought to you by Yes Weekly, the Triad's largest circulated and best read weekly magazine. You can also find us online at yesweekly.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Yes Weekly your trusted news leader for local arts entertainment music food and more for nearly 18 years